0: Everyone, welcome to our podcast. This is podcast number four in our series um, of self-publishing or independently publishing. Today we're going to talk about BISAC codes. That's B-I-S-A-C codes. Okay. (laughs) All right. So what can I tell you about this industry that you don't already know? it changes daily. Just when you feel you have a grip on it, boom, it changes. This morning, I scanned Alex Newton's latest, newest report on sci-fi and fantasy ebooks and their trends over the past few years. He notes there are 174 categories for this genre and additional sub-genres. Um, i have the link i can give it to you k Sci-Fi and fantasy report 2022 fall edition i'll post it on the, on the uh, on the site here <clears throat> but how did we ever get 174 categories that is just mind boggling for just sci-fi and fantasy um, actually, like I said, I'm going to post this on the intro to this podcast, and you uh, you can access his reports through Klytics.com, which is K, capital K, dash, small, Lytics, L-Y-T-I-C-S, dot com. <clears throat> I have been watching Trends through his research and his work, and he's very accurate as to where the trends are heading. He does charts and everything. I mean, it's, it's, his, his work is very, very good. Um, <clears throat> on his website, he has a quote, and as always, you will find out about sales development, book supply, best categories, covers, top authors, publishers, trending keywords, best price points, and more. That's what this report promises. If you wish to publish your work independently, then you need to become familiar with these terms and the current trends. Today's topic, I already told you, it's BISAC. B as in books, I as in... (laughs) Let me see. Let me give it to you easier, just so you'll get it. Okay, B is B in books, I is in industry, S as in what the heck is the S for? Study, um, standards, and A and uh, C, communications. So that's BISEC, B I S A C stands for Book, Industry, Standards, and Communications. Now <clears throat> that that's when you publish on KDP or Ingram the BISAC codes are standard and you have to choose which one best fits your book. Actually on KDP you have two choices. Ingram I believe offers three. What is the BISAC code? <clears throat> um There's a website called um, BISG, or Book Industry Study Group. And they're they're a legitimate group, been around for a very long time, and one you may need to have as a resource. This page lists all of the categories available, monitors them, and adds to them as needed. This site is where all codes are handled, they are set They set the standards. (laughs) It's a very intellectual, mind-boggling site. If you love statistics and organization, you'll find it here. But you know, it's a good thing that they did that because there are so many books out there. Um, Libraries and book retailers need to know what is available and where and how it's coded. Okay, BISAC, again, stands for the Book, Industry, Standards, and Communications. For each code choice, there may be sub-choices. Alex found 174 choices for sci-fi and fantasy. He did break them down so that he had them separated, but it's amazing to see how many there are. So For each code choice, um, there may be uh, sub-choices, and again, Alex found 174. What are these codes, and how are they used? Okay, here comes the definition. BISAC codes are nine-character alpha-numeric codes that tell book retailers distributors and librarians, what categories and subcategories a book belongs in. That might sound boring, but it's really important. If you're publishing a book, you will need need them, but you will also need to know about them. Confused? (laughs) Who wouldn't be? If you are in the process of publishing your work, these are the industry standards. Um, You know, I'm sure there are lots of other sites out there, but these are the industry standards. As an an independent publisher, self-publisher, you should at least have some knowledge of what they are and how to use them. While I was researching, another fact I found as I was doing the research for this podcast, you are allowed to publish up to 500 books a day on amazon.com kdp how's that my head is still spinning with that fact but let's go back to the BISAC codes what if my book does not fit into any of those categories well you find the one closest to your content and rely on keywords to guide your reader to your book I said we will cover those in a future podcast, or since I've mentioned them here, let's do a quick study for keywords. So, keywords, and you already, you're probably already using them. When you go on Google, keywords are the words and phrases that people type into search engines to find what they're looking for. For example, if you were looking to buy a new jacket, you might might type something like, quote, men's leather jacket, unquote, into Google. Even though that phrase consists of more than one word, it's still a keyword. And to further confuse you, here is another fact you should know. When conducting keyword research, it's important to consider two different types of keywords one being a high volume keyword and the other being a long tail keywords okay high volume keyword it means that it covers a lot of different genres or areas in books the long tail keywords are the ones that um will stay there for a very long time for you knowing what each keyword type is can help you target the right keyword with your seo strategy now seo you know you mean you know means um yeah no i can't even think of it Uh, search engine optimization so i google both of these (laughs) at this point i need a glossary to keep up with all of this stuff Back in the good old days, and if I sound like a dinosaur, I am. I have been in this business since before Amazon invented the Kindle in 2008. That year started the whole thing. 14 years and counting. Consider carefully if this is where you want to be. Now, I'm not trying to warn you off. I'm trying to increase your view of the self-publishing industry and hopefully make you aware of some of the pitfalls and the great many opportunities there are in this realm. It has become a big business. Many self-published authors have reached the six-figure income and more. It takes a lot of focused work and knowledge. Are you ready to take it on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to keep trying to ask myself why I've done it. Anyhow, thanks for listening. Listen next week for another installment. Um, I might do ISBN numbers, ISBN numbers. If that's too dull and boring, let me know. If there is a specific topic you would like me to cover, email me at sdanderson.books at gmail.com. I would love to hear your comments and questions. Stay tuned. This podcast is hosted by Anchor.fm and can be heard on the following sites, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and also on our website, www. Capecodwriters.net. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi there. We're taking a little break here so I can tell you about Anchor.fm. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor.fm was suggested to me by one of the staff at the Cape Media Center a few years ago and I've been using it ever since. I recommend it to my writers who would rather write than struggle with some complicated podcasting programs. To make a podcast on Anchor FM, set up your account, easy, record your episode, publish it, and you are out there on Anchor and Spotify, which is pretty amazing. They also give you an RSS feed in case you want to spread it around to other podcasting sites. What I like about it is you can do everything from one screen, no pre-recording on another device, waiting for it to download. You know the the drill. On Anchor FM, you can create, store, publish, and have awesome feedback to know how many hits you, you have per episode if you want to do a podcast, what are you waiting for? Now back to my podcast. Did I mention it's created on Anchor FM, the easiest way to make a podcast. Stay tuned.